Contact our air traffic controller, Ursula Rudenberg, at Ursula at Pacifica.org. That's U-R-S-U-L-A at Pacifica.org. This week's producer was yours truly, Skidmark Bob, from Free Radio Santa Cruz, 101 FM and FreakRadio.org. Thanks for listening, and see you next week on Sprouts. chained himself to a bench in Oakland for peace is also a California Music Awards nominee. Friday, June 23rd, Hein presents the Summer Solstice 2006 Benefit for Children's Musical Instruments. Join some of the top hip-hop, soul, and urban world beat music performers in California right here in Berkeley. Performers include Haim and the Fat Folkland Orchestra, Damon Moody, Chocolate O'Brien, and Dynamic. DJ Saquon, Common Sensei, and Louis Park are awesome in the house. June 23rd, 21 and up at the Shattuck Download, 2284 Shattuck at Bancroft. I'm Vibe.com for details. It's 3 p.m., 94.1 KPFA, Berkeley 89.3 KPFB, Berkeley 88.1 KFCF in Fresno and online, www.kpfa.org. It's time now for Cover to Cover Open Book. On today's Cover to Cover Open Book, we feature Nina Serrano interviewing Alameda Poet Laureate Mary Rudge. Hi, I'm Nina Serrano, and I have in the studio today Mary Rudge, Poet Laureate of Alameda. Mary is very interested in creating a culture of peace, a world pool of semantics encompassing world cultural meanings for peace. For many years, she's investigated creative ways to establish peace between peoples and also inner peace. That has been her concern, and she has taken this dialogue with people as a teacher, researcher, and artist all over the world, well, to many countries. She's given papers and talks on the way the brain and the arts and the act of creating, the act of writing, interact for healing the body as well as affecting society. Welcome, Mary, to KPFA. Thank you, Nina. It's great to be on Open Book with an open heart and open mind and open minds. And we do write out our dreams, the unseen inner world, and we also write our traumas to understand and heal ourselves. But whatever you hear today and whatever I write of trauma, I want to establish up front an awareness that we respond to life in our own unique frame of reference and that throughout this program, Remember that I begin with this poem, which is, this is the day. 
O you iridescent butterfly-winged day, O you day beyond dawn mist, beyond comet and night-calling creatures, O you brilliant rose-surround day of fingers and lips on harp or flute, lyrical poetry rolling from throats, O silken bamboo day of stringed song, where colors breathed from all this fragrance, pulsate in the brain on a day of dazzle of leaves, of whirling molecules that dance right through our dance, our lips and eyes. Day like a second skin, extension of the senses. Day that will never come again. Yes to you, day. Yes to you, day, whatever happens. Thank you. You've just heard Mary Rudge reading her poem, Yes to You Day. Mary, do you have some other work for us to hear? Well, it's a lot about eating and the lusciousness of the world. And then, of course, about our griefs, our sorrows, and, and our hopes for uh, changing things that we need to change. But I'm going to eat this day. This is a sharing for voice one and voice two. But that's all one voice today. I'm going to eat this day like a sweet pear in the sun, rind and all. Take from tree to hand its juices tasting of rain, root, loam, the textures of flesh of pear, wet and delicate. Watch me. I eat a whiteness the bees envy, heavy with honeys. Well, I open and divide this dripping fingered deliciousness day for you. And day for me, bite by bite. And I'll read a poem that I wrote when, well, we had lunch in Alameda, in my home city. And this is in Alameda's Chinese East Buffet. Earth vein in the marble patterned tabletop where our teacups sit in Alameda's Chinese East Buffet on Webster Street. Baby clams, angel wing shells open, pink curls of prawns unfurl in our fingers. The silk feel of oysters tempts, eat more. The child plays with spoons, the grandmother sips seaweed soup. Couples clicking chopsticks converse Cantonese, Mandarin, silk sounds slip through the steam of tea. The young waitress fills our cups again, her porcelain hands seem veinless. She is from Taishan. She is far from Taishan. In times past, the center of the earth, where emperors and generals before they made history first went to seek a sign from the mountain's gift blessing, drinking the legendary sister's tea, where ten thousand poems or more are carved on stones or written in gold calligraphy. We return to the offerings of sweet buns and dim sum. So many things. Past the window, Webster Street traffic flows from the tube through the earth underwater, long snakes of cars. You're the snake, the dragon, rabbit, tiger, rooster, rat, ram, boar, dog, monkey, ox, horse. I paint the Chinese celestial signs, said Tanya, artist, poet, calligraphy poems. Thinking this passion for art, I feel my fingertips tingle. Vein throb at my throat. It has been too long since I too touched earth with poems on paper, holding inherent spirit of trees or rock. Unfurl the curl of lines that reach heaven, other worlds. Though only eating, breathing the essence of China in Alameda, poetry's rhythm 
flows through my veins. The caravan of the 51 bus looms outside. People get off, thirsting for tea, seeking the flavor of mountain leaves. Come to Alameda's Chinese East Buffet, where the young waitress, silk hair smooth straight, flowing clear to her waist, down her back, comes to greet them. They do not seek in vain. Beautiful, Mary. Thank you. That's Mary Rudge, and it's probably no surprise for you to, if you've just tuned in, to learn that she's the Alameda Poet Laureate. Uh, that poem certainly does celebrate Alameda. What what other things do you do as Poet Laureate of Alameda? Well, coordinate events, answer questions, um, inspire people to come to poetry readings, um, do my own work, of course. Uh, that's not exactly an example because everybody's their own person. But I'm doing just what I would do if I weren't Poet Laureate of Alameda. <laughs> well, I see you've brought more poems and I'd love to hear you share them with us. Whatever is here. Sunflower seed teeth, tumbleweed hair, firefly eyes, hoofbeat rhythm heart. Whatever is here is here only as you have it in you. Nothing has power to be here unless you bring or keep it. Your coal miner voice, your sailing fleet glances, your typeset fingerprint, your sweet jazz conversation, your comet eyes, your jasmine kiss, your palomina gold skin, your wildfire hair, your west wind laugh. In your vision, in your vein, in your brain, your curbstone position, your flexible ankle bones, your skateboard heart, your movie star eyes, your snake eyes luck, your bingo dreams, your neon smile, your strawberry jello mouth, in your dream, in your vision, in your heart, your briefcase carrying tendons, your world bank business tendencies with cement pinnacles jutting the sky, all this quality of life come from beings like yourself. The drone leaf eyes, sage spice mouth, mustang sinew, your hidden mouse sex, your circling hawk sex in the neural system, in the mind, laughter, your cosmic voice, music, your rock slide of words, avalanche of words that takes all with it, changing the alluvial shift your thought makes. Nothing can be here unless you empower it. It is only here as you have it in you. Whatever is here is here if you allow it. Whatever is here you bring or keep it. It is only here as you have it in you. Thank you, Mary. Most recently, Mary has uh, had republished three of her books, so we're going to find out where she's going to be performing uh, in these upcoming weeks, so maybe you can find these books. One is called Poems from Street Spirit, which she shares with Claire J. Baker, and they're uh, Justice News and Homeless Blues, poems that they had published in the homeless newspaper Street Spirit. The other book is When the Rapture Comes, which uh, on the cover has in the background the presence of Pablo Neruda, who I think has certainly influenced her language. And then her seminal book, Oakland is a Holy City, with is all poems by Mary Rudge and includes poems from her book Bus Poems and Struck 
lodestone, and also her original sketches, that sketches that she did in the 30s of some of the major Bay Area and even world-famous poets. So those will be available when, Mary? Where will people be able to see you and maybe get these books? Well, July the 22nd, we'll be reading a, a lot of the Alameda poets, people who've written poems about Alameda. There'll possibly even be an open mic at Aroma Restaurant on July the 22nd from 2 to 5. That's in Alameda. And we read every first Thursday of the month, open to the public from 6 to 8 at Wilmot's Books in Alameda on Central at 5th Street. And hopefully we'll have a poetry table at the Literati Fair that will be coming up and we will be reading in Alameda in August at Art in the Park, a big day-long celebration. So we're pretty active, we're very busy, and everybody's invited. Well, thank you. Uh, are there some more poems that you can share with us? Well, I'd like to mention uh, Neruda, even though he was, you know, the biggest capitalist communism ever knew. He left his estate to communism to be taken only after he died, so he could enjoy it in his lifetime. Unlike Jack Hirschman, the poet laureate of San Francisco, who has nothing for himself and gives so much of his talent for translation and putting books together, really freely benefiting other poets with all he has. Oh, and St. Francis is in there, is one of my influences too, working on my mind all the time. An anthology of Hungarian poets has stayed with me, and recently I'm exploring thought in an anthology of Arabian woman poets that I found at the library. I like to talk about my influences, so um, I'd like to tell you that in... 712 A.D., a poet Tufu was born in China, whose poems have influenced me greatly, along with his contemporary Li Po. Tufu wrote more than a thousand poems on the quality of life. And life then had the same humanity that's in each of us today. And we, too, know of continuous war. One of his children died of starvation. The family had to migrate homeless. He ended his life in a small hut, once seeing layers of the thatch blow off in a hurricane, and others ran off with it, although he needed it to rebuild. His poet friend, Li Po, had to pretend to be crazy to avoid death from politicians of his time, though when at court he had once demonstrated to them that they could avert war with words. And that, of course, brings me to my own poems, which I'm very interested in um, bringing poems about surviving trauma and also about my hope for peace. So these are poems that I um, would read on, on this subject. I write about poets who have lived and died in this area and even about Elvis Presley. And this was at the Elvis Presley Museum at the Heartbreak Hotel in New Orleans. The memorabilia the reruns a collection is orgy where we immersed ourselves in your life. Thousands upon thousands of us pulled at by strings, your guitar, your heartbeats, recordings, the little museum of heartbreak displaying all we wanted you to be. You knew you were more, a movie cross between James Dean and John Wayne. You could see you on the silver screen in the big scene. You could have been Jane, Ulysses, Jason, adventurer seminal to 
Crocodile Dundee, Hamlet's alter ego, Anthony to someone's Cleopatra, you could play it. You could play it. A part written by Tennessee Williams in your inner dreams. You knew the depth, how low notes sound, but you were bound, those strings, your shackles and bondage, to Colonel P. He said you could only play yourself. That's what people played to see. You hoped for a wider range, high notes not yet heard, a full scale of talent that show the soul, that make another's essence come alive, that art. But swivel hips on a stage, inane dialogue and film scripts for a puppet character on someone else's string, the only you who Colonel P said people played to see, paid to see the real own real you not expressed he refused you might confuse us to be cast this way and that no no roles for you you wanted to test out as Marlon Brando you had the right to be beyond what you were cast but you swallowed those schemes didn't fight it sweet enough to build your scene at Graceland eating fried peanut butter and banana sandwiches at night good to your mother amusing folks with rockabilly songs letting screaming girls throw white panties on the stage at your feet finding trading your dreams for their screams just buy another Cadillac to give away sure sure and you turning paunchy seeming punch drunk in the limitations of your life, surrounded by good old boys, guitar around your neck, notes in your throat. Who's to get all choked up that the strings bound you, the cords tied you, and Colonel Street P pulled the strings? You used up your whole life just being Elvis. I see it all collected in this perfect little jewel box of museum in New Orleans. It's what they said was the original Heartbreak Hotel. I saw the memorabilia, the film clips, all the you he let you be i hope that somehow you were happy famous in that way in spite of the heartbreak of it all thank you mary rudge poet laureate of alameda what other poems do you have for us well other tributes to poets too who have lived and died in this area and one is of course um we all know ginsburg and 1926 to 1997, I read this at his memorial at, um, in New York and also here in San Francisco. From diddly bow doo-wop to stagger rock, the cock guitarist, the sugar-free sax men take the stage, the poet in fireworks and fake fog, and 50 videos going at once, each with a different body part and close-up cover the back wall. Try to break the spell of the ancient rune with multiple cameras and heavy metal with all new weapons and all new rules. Tibetan prayer flags flutter in winds that haven't changed since time began. When the first beat set, let the music begin. Mind whirled first, source the brain waves spin in the poem's typhoon. Outside the hall, the lone cold moon still reflects in a bucket of rain, and a book on the seat of the fast lane car will hold an old quatrain about pain, love, and pain, and nothing new can stop or slow. Not another love, not MTV, not a telephone call. The old spell holds the rasping wheel of fate spins fast with every breath, Far off from here in his east coast loft, Allen Ginsberg hears in his ear his own last chorus of father death and someone solemn as talking time, 1926-1997, cycle complete. Let the beat move on. Another heart 
another beat heart stopped is one that I also wrote about Jack Michelin. I wrote a book called Beat You Can't Be Beat, and that was a takeoff actually on being uh, beaten up, beaten down, um, being offbeat, being upbeat. It's a play on words, and there's a long performance piece in the book that compares the beat movement with a cycle from Dante's poem uh, to go through purgatory to reach beatitude. And, um, of course, I have a lot of thoughts on death because I grew up in my formative high school years among tribal people who believe, as Chief Seattle said in 1894 to Isaac Stevens, the governor of Washington Territory, there is no death, only a change of words. So this is for Jack Michelin. Another beat, heart stopped. Jack Michelin, heart stopped on the track on your way to the track or love or poetry source or where? Some when, sometimes just go there. Jimmy said how you carried your life on your back. It slipped between BART rails, your hands lost art, unsaid, poems still in your pocket, books in your head, drawings, belongings in this garage, that hotel, some friend's bed, room, you dead between stops on the BART train, on the road, your beat heart stopped, the beat, your heart, that art, those poems. Now I read this at his memorial, March the 3rd in San Francisco. Well, it's interesting that you've written a poem to him because when uh, Jack Hirschman was recording some poems that will be played on this program on uh, later, actually next month in, in July, uh, he had also written a poem to Jack Micheline. He must have been, I have never met him, but he must have been a very a charismatic person. In character. Oh, I think so. <laughs> in, all of our, in all of our lives in the poetry scene, all of these people keep showing up, you know, and interacting and influencing this, this uh, poets of ancient times have influenced me. Contemporary poets do also. Well, I, I, you were just reading about uh, the beat poets, and I've always uh, remembered, I think it was Florence Ferlinghetti, the king of the beat poets, who said about you that uh, you were the yes poet. <laughs> no, I said, he said, her poetry is a perpetual yes. And I could have been very complimentary because, you remember, I did begin by saying yes to this day. And... It, it also could be a little bit derogatory to always be Pollyanna and being upbeat and being yes, but we have to uh, transcend whatever traumas we have had. I have a son who's dying of Huntington's. This is a terrible, devastating, slow death of which people are aware. We're hoping for a miracle, and we they know it can be cured, but they haven't found the substance that binds to take the protein out of this body that the body manufactures it blocks the cells that allow the brain to transmit messages to the muscles so that you can move so uh, this is part of the trauma of my life is visiting my son all the time uh, knowing that you know that um, that this is a very uh, very difficult life for him. And I do write a lot about death because my mother and sister both died of cancer and my father killed himself uh, after the family was so destroyed financially and uh, traumatically, emotionally by these 
concurrent uh, these these deaths, and he of course then believed that he had cancer, and then that left me. And I wrote a lot of poems when I first came to Alameda, which has no cemetery. I was a young mother with a first child, and my grandmother sat on the low step with a snuff stick in her mouth. In Texas then, in the country across from gold maize, gold maize fields where a whippoorwill lived and turnips stretched long leaves in the sun on both sides, there was a catalpa tree and a tree of honey-sweet persimmons. This was when I had no money. I boiled clothes in a deep iron tub over an outdoor open fire and hung them so white on loose lines. She told me things about her childhood that somebody else said could have been lies and that she never had a snuff stick. She was too well-bred for that. I never went to the beach with my grandmother. I have even forgot where her grave is. But what do I do before I die about all the things only I remember? That's a beautiful poem, Mary. Well, thank you. And so in my poems, I mourn the death of poets I never knew, being of another time, like Nora Mae French, who came to San Francisco in 1906, ten weeks after the earthquake, and who died by her own hand, living in a tent, um, that was furnished to her by uh, George Sterling and his wife. And she died by her own hand due to the social mores of her time. And she wrote socially conscious poems in her lifetime against vivisection on animals and about the tenaciousness of continuous life. She wrote primarily of beauty and Sorwana de la Cruz, whose poems created a theology of beauty, have affected me too. I, I I love them all, and I would like to uh, read some something as a tribute to woman, uh, to all women. It's well, I'll close with this blessing. I can find it. Oh, I, I think it's on <laughs> the last we're passing page. Our bo- passing these, <laughs> talk about open books. We're passing <laughs> these books back and forth. It's in Poems from Street Spirit, Justice News and Homeless Blues. It was printed in uh, in Street Spirit for many years. I've written off and on for that newspaper. And so this is a collection of poems that were printed over the years that uh, Claire Baker and I uh, put together. Blessing. May every place you look, stones become bread. May mangoes and papayas and pineapples fall into your hands. May you feed the hungry and give them flowers. May swallows fly in the winds of your passing and monkeys dance in the path before you. May all people be your family. May singing of small birds in air surround you. May poems always be in your mailbox, coming in to praise you, going out to right wrong. Remember, you have the blessing of all women before you, combing their hair by the lake, naming all beautiful things after themselves. Remember the women who learned to walk on fire, lit your way. Remember the women who breathed fire, have blazed your path. Remember the women whose fire burned Pentecostal from forehead and brain transformed your vision. Remember your ancestress, the temple dancer. Remember your ancestress, the queen of the Euphrates. Remember your ancestresses, Esther and Ruth, 
the mother who bore you, the woman you might have been in another life. Remember the women in chains and whip scars with barbed wire wounds. You were the one whose sisters were buried alive. You were the one whose sister drowned when the river rose, whose sister died of famine and drought. You are the one who worked in the fields of California and slept by the roadsides, harassed in the marketplace, in a far country sent to Siberia for speaking out, locked up as insane against your will. You're the woman imprisoned in Burnus with clitoris cut in ritual, whose husband was chosen for you. You're the woman burned for your dowry. You're the woman whose feet were broken and bound, who could not walk. You are the woman who leaped over walls, who leaped into hearts, whose heart leaped forward. May others embrace and join you. May everywhere you walk, stones become bread. You've just heard Mary Rudge, Poet Laureate of Alameda. And Mary will be on this program again on Friday, May 30th, when the topic will be Oakland is a Holy City, which is also the name of a book by poet Mary Rudge. Thanks so much for coming, Mary. Thank you, Nina. This is a wonderful opportunity to open my books for you and for the people who are listening. Thank you. We appreciate it.